I think I can think of 49 reasons why I'm doing better than you. Oklahoma got on the train and left town. And OSU, I think, kind of got their feelings hurt. What's up, college football fans, and welcome back to an all-new episode of the Cover 2 College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Smithson, joined, as always, by my co-host, the Oki Longhorn himself, Dalton Chandler. Dalt, as usual, first and foremost, how we doing today, buddy? We're doing good. We're doing well. We're we're going bowling. We are. We are going bowling. Uh, we we are currently less than twenty four hours away uh, from our first bowl game of the bowl season tomorrow morning. Yeah, ten thirty, I believe, is our our first first non uh, competitive bowl game. But uh, this is going to be kind of a different episode compared to what we've been doing as far as the regular season goes because we're not reviewing games. We're not picking a certain amount of games. Um, we're going to, you know, bring bring our weekly news and updates, you know, kind of talk about the end of the season awards a little bit. And then we're just going to have a bowl bonanza, and we're going to pick every bowl game today except for the New Year Six, which we are going to preview once we get a little closer, a little to, more in depth to those games. Um, so, you know, Dalt, kind of first thing on the list to talk about. Obviously, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about it. It's not. It's not. A, it's not an easy topic to talk about this we, week. The whole the whole nation is feeling this, and it's college football world lost a legend. It, and it's it's the the pirate Mike Leach. Um, obviously, the news broke Sunday. That he was hospitalized with, you know, a that it didn't even specify just a health issue, and then the the tweet came out. I think it was Monday night, saying that he basically needed a miracle. Yep. And I think he he ended up passing, I believe, early Tuesday morning. Yeah. Um, you know, this is just a real like I said, it's a a big loss for college football. Uh, Mike Leach is kind of a a one-of-a-kind guy, you know, not a coach that has had insane success really anywhere he's been, but he has had success and just – I feel like what he's more known for is his sound bites in the media or in the locker room and just an extremely likable guy to play for, to cover. Um, and the college football world, you know, they'll miss him. And it's a guy that, you know, you don't see a lot of in the world anymore, a guy that just truly is himself – yeah, I mean, you. There was no question where you stood with right. Coach Leach. Like, if if he didn't like you, you knew it. Right, and if you weren't playing up to your standard of what he thought you could play, you knew it. And he may have had a weird way of explaining things, and he always had a great analogy for every situation. But, I mean, you just have to look at what he accomplished. I mean, at OU, I mean, he was. Right, and he, he, I mean, he reinvented college football offenses. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy that he's widely responsible, or had a played a huge hand in the basically the creation of the air raid offense. And you know, you look at some of his what they would refer to as disciples, guys like Lincoln Riley, uh, Sonny Dykes, Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, there's several others, Sonny Cumbie, uh, guys that had you know been with him at Tech and. You know, he was only at Oklahoma for a year uh, as uh, offensive coordinator, and I think he coached quarterbacks. But, um, 
he was 158 and 107 as a head coach. So uh, again, you know, not you know, never won at all, never won a national title. But um, I mean, I don't think he ever won a conference championship, right? And but it's just just one of the all time guys that you know, like I said, you you could always count on. He wasn't reading off a script. No, like no. he he was a true, genuine person. Whatever he was saying, however he felt, that was that was what was coming out. And you know, there's like I said, there's just not many people like that left in the world today. I mean, they're they want to say everything that's going to make somebody happy or what people want to hear. Um, but it's it's just it sucks for college football. I yeah, mean, I mean, co- college football was better because of Mike Leach. Yeah, I mean, it's just. It's heartbreaking. You feel for his family. I know he had sons and daughters that had to rush in over the weekend to say their goodbyes, and you just hate that for them. I mean, even Mississippi State, I mean, that's they had to come to a deal to right. whether they were going to play their bowl game or not. Yeah, and I, I heard actually today the first time a coach has basically died uh, while active in like I think 16 years. Really? Uh, the last one was a guy at Northwestern. I can't remember his name. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you, you know, Mississippi State, obviously, it's it's quite the transition for them because, you know, you didn't lose a guy to another school. He didn't retire. It's like a spur-of-the-moment thing that he, you know, passes away. And they did name uh, defensive coordinator Zach Arnett as head coach. So, I guess he's the guy going forward. Uh, permanently yeah it's not an interim deal it's he's the guy and you know i i think that 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 was a good decision by them uh this is a guy that i think the players were very fond of the dc there um in arnett and he had done some good things for them but uh, like i said ultimately college football will miss mike leach the world will miss and, mike leach right so cover two pod we we send our condolences to to his family um Obviously, all the players' lives that he touched, it's, it's you know, immeasurable. It's it's a sad deal. But, you know, like I said, they, they did hire Zach Arnett. But we also have some uh, some more coaching hires, Dalt. Nothing, nothing major. Um, Stanford hires Troy Taylor, former Sac State head coach. What was that? Uh, what, what division? Are they their FCS, right? They're, they're FCS. One of the – Best FCS programs in the country this year. So, Stanford, I, I had read, like, I saw an article where they kind of, you know, a lot of people felt like they were taking a chance on, yeah. on him. Uh, Jason Garrett's name got brought up a little bit for that job, which I never... That was completely off balance. I mean, there was... Did you see what Stanford fans and troll boards were posting uh-uh. for the longest that they wanted, that they were talking about Nick Saban potentially looking into that and... Being like his four hundred one k, like his retirement home, <sighs> right? Yeah, right. That's, yeah. But, it but, was it was so out of left field. I just laughed at it. But I think that what is wrong with people? I don't know what. West, West Virginia thinks the same thing, all because he's from because there. he's from West, West Virginia. Okay, yeah. They think he's leaving yeah. Alabama the, the to go co- to West country Virginia. roads are going to take him home. Yeah. Adult. No, the only time no. he's going back to West Virginia is in a casket, right? He, he may not even the Alabama fans may not let him get. Buried anywhere but buried him at the fifty yard line yeah. of Bryant Denny. Yeah, right um, under his statue. So yeah, Troy Taylor, uh this is a guy that had a ton of success at, like you said, Sacramento State. Uh Louisville hires 
former now former Purdue coach Jeff Brom. Uh, this is a great hire for Louisville. Um, I, I am shocked that he left. Well, you know why? Huh. He, he's like a legend at Louisville. Really? He played quarterback there. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. I didn't know he was an alum. One of the, I think one of the more notable, I mean, you know, you have Lamar Jackson now, but uh, he was one of the more notable players in that program's history as a player. Um, but I believe his family, I think that they're in Louisville. Uh, so that made a lot of sense. And that that's a good, a good hire for Louisville. Oh, for sure. I mean, they definitely upgraded from, I guess it was Satterfield, right? Yeah. Who, Who went, went to Cincinnati. Cincinnati. So yeah, this, this is a good hire for them. Louisville won that coaching care. So, oh yeah, hundred percent. And then replacing him at Purdue is Ryan Walters. Very underrated hire. Former, now former Illinois defensive coordinator who Illinois, I believe, had like a top five, top ten defense this year. Yeah, I mean. I was, now it's against the Big Ten West, so. But at the same time, you know. It's still Illinois. Yeah. It is kind of that he runs that patented Iowa State three three five umbrella, umbrella coverage. Yeah. And it's, he's almost runs it better than what Iowa State runs it and some of these teams that have kind of went to it. You know, TCU has their variant of it and things like that. Do you but see? I think it's a very underrated hire that Purdue goes and gets him. Do you see who else they hired? Purdue. Oh, yeah, I did see that. I mean, we talked about An it. An interim assistant coach in – Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Think he's going to be coaching wide receivers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I, You know, I saw that come across Twitter today, and it was like, I think Fox College Football, their Twitter page. I, I thought it was a troll, And I, I was just like, that's got to be a fake account. Like, yeah. not, not that it's that surprising to me that he's going back to coach at Purdue, which is obviously where he played. He's probably the most noteworthy player in Purdue history, Ever. I would say. And him and Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore now. Um, that's a good hire. I think it was like an assistant head coach or like something an assistant I offense. Think, he's going to be an offensive the, coach. Yeah, I think he's going to coach quarterbacks for the bowl prep maybe. I don't think that they keep Drew Brees on staff. Well, after the bowl game and going into next year. If they can, he's your offensive coordinator. Yeah, so I mean, you know, that 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 came across today kind of kind of interesting. I mean, I guess maybe maybe he feels like he's Doing his alma mater. A, a I was going to say, Purdue just making a splash in the world right now. Right. Um, so, you know, there there have been several other coaching hires, but as far as, you know, high higher level jobs, nothing of, you know, serious note. And I guess with that, Dalt, we, we have some end-of-the-year awards. Uh, we kind of previewed, you know, the Heisman last week. We, we were correct in our prediction that Caleb Williams would win it. Uh, he becomes technically the eighth winner in USC history. Now they only can say they've got seven because of Reggie Bush's being uh, taken away. But uh, he also won the Maxwell Award, which is basically Best. another version of the Heisman, yeah. essentially. Uh, kind of a rundown of, you know, kind of some of the more noteworthy awards. He also won the Walter Camp Award for Player of the Year. Sonny Dykes at TCU, he wins Coach of the Year. I don't think that was majorly surprising to anybody. I, you know, it kind of comes a toss-up between him and Kirby Smart and Harbaugh. So, I mean, good for Sonny Dykes to win that award. I mean, compared to what well, TCU yeah, you know, was last year. According to Fox, he's the first, first year head coach to take his team to the playoff. And they still can't get that tweet right. <laughs> 
God, you know how many OU fans and just people the, in general, Ohio State fans, were in their mentions because of that tweet? Oh, yeah. And then again, after they put 2015 on there for Lincoln Riley. I, you know, whatever. Um, Davey O'Brien Award for the nation's best quarterback goes to Max Duggan. This is Was this kind of a pat on the back award for Max Duggan? Like, hey, man, you're not going to win any of these other player of the year awards, so we're going to give you the quarterback yeah, award. Here, here's... Here, here's your consolation trophy. Because I, I don't really see how a quarterback can win the Heisman, the Maxwell, and the Walter Camp, but not, not win the Davy O'Brien. But it actually does happen from time to time, and I kind of think it, it is kind of a consolation type deal, maybe. But uh, he he wins the Davy O'Brien Award. Maybe they gave it to him because it's named after a TCU player. Who knows? You know, Davy O'Brien played at TCU. Yeah. Um, other awards. Uh, Bolitnikoff, no real surprise here. Ohio State fans were a little upset by this. Uh, Jalen Hyatt, Tennessee wide receiver, wins the Bolitnikoff. Uh, and then Michigan fans, obviously in an uproar. Your boy Bijan wins the Doak Walker for nation's best running back. I don't understand why they were so upset about that, but, you know, everybody's going to be mad about something. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. If Bijan was behind that Michigan line, Bijan probably runs for 3,000 yards, 30 <laughs> right, touchdowns, right. wins the Heisman. Which, I mean, and that's not to discredit Blake Corum. He had a good year. No, but, but Bijan was better. He, I mean, they had about the same amount of rushing yards, same amount of touchdowns, but Bijan had, had more receiving yards. Yeah, he had almost 300 I mean, more receiving yards. To me, that's it's like simple math. Yeah, like, it's. But. Um, they can eat a bag of them, is all I got to say about that. <laughs> the <laughs> the Bednarik and the Nagorski, that's kind of a hard word to say. Both, both like defensive player of the year. That goes to Will Anderson. No, I mean, I, I don't really know what his numbers were. Was he, you know, totally deserving? I don't know, but it's not really surprising with the notoriety that this guy has. He, he is, you know, if you yeah. could have one guy on your defense across college football, you're probably going to take Will Anderson. So I, I don't really have a problem with this, him getting this. No, I mean, it's his numbers weren't as good as they were last year, but they were still okay. I mean, I think he still finished the season with double-digit sacks. Right. And then uh, another coach, Burroughs Award, which is the nation's top assistant, that goes to Garrett Riley at TCU. That's a so family TCU, award. little little clean sweep. Yeah, Lincoln Riley won that previously at Oklahoma. Uh, TCU makes a clean sweep in the coaching awards. Not surprising with what, what, they're, what they've done, you know, in year one under a new staff there. And then, obviously, the award that everybody wants to know, the Disney Spirit Award for Most Inspirational, goes to uh, Tylee Craft of North Carolina. I have no idea what that's for. I, I don't either. I don't know what the qualifications are. But, hey, good job, dude. <laughs> Congratulations to him. Uh, Stetson Bennett wins the, the Burlesworth for basically the top former walk-on, top, top player to start their career as a walk-on. Um, OU fans are slightly familiar with this as Baker Mayfield won it couple years back. Brock Bowers, tight end at Georgia. He wins the Mackey Award. That's not really surprising. That dude's an absolute freak. Yeah. Other than that, Dalt, I mean. TCU, um, LaDainian Tomlinson's nephew. You know, I was kind of surprised by this. Cause he, I, he wins the Jim Thorpe. That's the nation's best cornerback. You think, you think he's the best guy in the nation? Or is that just you're on a really good team? I, I don't know. I just haven't been that impressed with the guy. Like he, he's he's he, kind, he's a kind of a smaller guy. Like I, he's had spurt stories, played really good, and then there were some times where he just got 
turned around like he was in a washing machine. As much as I watched TCU, which wasn't a ton, but quite a bit, that guy gets away with a lot of hand fighting, like I thought. But uh, Michigan offensive lineman won the Outland Trophy and the Remington Award, which the Remington's the nation's best center. The Outland's the nation's best interior lineman. Um, really, that's about it. Uh, Iowa linebacker wins the uh, Butkus. Jack Campbell, never heard of him. But Iowa plays good defense, so that's... I mean, Ohio State fans are pretty up in a roar about this because the uh, Tommy, I I can't pronounce his last name, he had a really, really good year, and they thought that he might have been deserving, and he didn't make the list. Some of these awards, Dalt, I feel like are so, like, political. Like I don't even mean, like, political, but just, like, how good your team is, you know? Well, I mean, that, that's like, look at the Heisman. Right. I mean, you've got Stetson Bennett in there. Over yeah. guys like Hendon Hooker. How many how many guys did you see tweeting out ballots, like their ballots? And yeah. it was like Williams, Duggan, Hooker. Yeah. Or Williams, Hooker, Corum. Like I saw so many people yeah, I mean, it's, saying like that Corum and Hooker were in their top two or three votes. Yeah. And then you get Stetson Bennett in there who uh, remarkably finishes fourth. But like, you know, it's because Georgia's – 13-0 and 0 going to the playoff. I mean, I do think that Stetson Bennett, like, I don't know that he gets, you know, enough credit because I do think he's a good quarterback. But, like, how he good should, how good does the Georgia quarterback need to be? He doesn't. I mean, now I will say I, I don't know that I can name a wide receiver at Georgia right now. I'm sure they've got some that are pretty good because they always do. But you think about Brock Bowers, like they have good running backs, like but I mean, you plug any of these other guys into that offense and they're gonna do better than Bennett. I mean, you're gonna see that next year. I so, mean, they've got the Vandergriff kid behind him. I still think he's a bust. You think so? I don't think he's gonna ever ever play. Because he I think he's gonna transfer. Because he spit no use face? No, no. I mean, that's old news. OU would have been much better off with the guy that they got instead who just won the Heisman at USC. Right. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, so, you know, that that kind of goes through our our end-of-year awards. Um, we didn't didn't touch on your guy, Bijan, a ton. Uh, are you? No, I mean. Are you happy about that? Oh, I'm completely Thrilled? happy. Um, this makes the fifth, the fourth winner the fifth Doak Walker winner at Texas. It's been some good ones. And then you think like you got Ricky Williams, Earl Campbell. No, or this this the Doak was only uh started in nineteen ninety. What uh, what's I can't so, think they got Benson. Cedric, Cedric Benson, Benson won it the year. Jamal Charles. No nope. he went it. No? Nope. Um Ricky went back to back. Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman, yes. Ricky went back to back. Cedric won it I don't know how Cedric Benson won it that year because that was the year that Adrian Peterson made the Heisman. That's probably because he's a freshman. Probably. Same reason he didn't win the Heisman. But, Absolutely robbed. And then you get the long stretch of – then we get Deontay Foreman who rushed for 2,000 yards and I think like 20 touchdowns. He won it on a 5-7 and seven Texas team. And then our boy Bijan. So, I mean, that five winners, do you know where that stands in the nation? Uh, it's probably number one. First. Yeah. 
tied for first. It's not surprising. With take a while, guess who we're tied for first with? I have no idea. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, there you go. Is Texas running back you? It, we are. RBU. There you go. And it just shows we just keep pumping out good ones. Got yeah. a five star about to put his name to paper next week. Maybe. We'll get into that next week. Do a little little national signing day coverage um, to the best of our ability. Uh, but yeah, that, that kind of rounds out our awards, doll. Um, you know, it's it's riveting stuff to to go over this. But I guess with that, I mean, you get into these bowl games. We've oh. we've got oh yeah, we got a lot I think, of what them. like twenty something. Yeah. So basically, I'll explain to our listeners: we are not picking these games like we pick games in the regular season which we usually pick against the spread obviously picking this many games we don't know enough about these teams to even most of these teams anyway to pick the spread and to me it's just a lot easier and more fun to just pick winners and so basically we're just going to write it down have a little friendly competition see who does better it'll probably be Dalton because I'm terrible at picking (laughs) games as you guys are well aware of but uh with that Dalton um like I said, to start the episode off, we, we got our first bowl game of the year tomorrow, and it is the Hometown Lenders Bahamas Bowl. That is between the Miami of Ohio Redhawks and the UAB Blazers, who didn't even have a program a couple of years ago. Yeah, they got it shut down for a year. But, hey, they're going bowling. So, you know... Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, t- t- tell t- me, tell me about Miami of Ohio. <laughs> I, I can't tell you nothing about Miami of Ohio, but, but what I do know is is UAB has a very good running back, yeah. uh, Dwayne McBride. I want to say he rushed for seventeen hundred yards on the year. I'm going to take UAB just for the simple fact that both these teams are six and six. Yeah, I'm I'm going to take UAB. So. I'm looking over here. Uh, UAB is a ten and a half point favorite. I don't, I don't really know. So, if you're going to take UAB, I also am going to take UAB because I mean, if they're a, a double digit favorite, yeah, I, I, I'm going to base basically my guess. I, I don't think they're going to get very many six and sixteen guys that are going to opt out from teams like this. No, no, not especially you know, these low, uh, lower level program. I mean, probably not a lot of guys that are going to be playing yeah. at the next level, maybe, maybe one or two, but, uh, so we're both, we're both going to take the Blazers here in the hometown lenders, Bahama bowl. Our next game, which is also tomorrow. It's directly following this game is the Duluth trading cure bowl. This is actually a top 25 matchup. I was going to say, this is a really, really, this is two, two really good teams. Uh, Troy and UTSA, both 11-2. and two. I believe UTSA won their conference again. That's the second year in a row. Yep. Um, I know Je- that they've Jeff got Trailer a, doing some work down there. They've got a quarterback that can really play. I, I've seen him firsthand. And I mean, he, he lit Texas up in the first half. So, uh, who do you like here? I, Give me UTSA. I know... You know, their their tr- offense is pretty prolific. I don't. I didn't really see a whole lot of Troy, but what I did see from UTSA this year, they had a really good quarterback, and they have some receivers that. Well, Troy can would get be, open. Troy would be twelve and one. You know, they lost that game on that hail mary to App State. Yeah. So they would be twelve and one, going into this game. Wow. 
and these two teams are both on a 10-game winning streak. Yeah, UTSA lost lost early in the year to Houston in overtime. So, yeah, UTSA's quarterback, the Harris kid, sixth in FBS with just over 3,800 passing yards, 71.1 completion percentage. Um, The Franklin kid, one of the wide receivers that he throws to, is pretty damn good. He's got 14 touchdowns on the year. Um, And then Troy – Troy allowing just 17.5 points per game. So it's kind of a a battle of probably a team that can kind of light up the scoreboard to a team that plays pretty good hard-nosed defense. Uh, you're, you're saying you're going to take yeah, UTSA? Yeah, I'm, I'm taking UTSA. Just for the sake of argument, give me Troy. I'm going to take Troy. Taking the Trojans? I'm going to take the Trojans. Fight on. <laughs> you heard it here first. Our next bowl game, Dalt. This one is very interesting storyline. We have in the Wasabi Fenway Bowl, played at <laughs> Fenway Park in Boston, the Cincinnati Bearcats taking on the Louisville Cardinals. Uh, one could say, like it says here, it's the Scott Satterfield Bowl. Yeah, he's going to uh, coach both teams from the same side. So, they're, yeah, they're, we talked about this. They are on the same sideline. So he may just stand in the middle. Just call plays out on both sides. Be like a, like a hockey game. You'll see guys just running in from, from each side. Um, you know, gun to my head, I think I like Cincinnati. Yeah, you know, what, what, um, what really makes me want to pick Louisville is Louisville's quarterback is pretty talented. Malik Cunningham. Yeah. Louisville, Louisville, just for the sake of it's two point favorite. Yeah. Give me Louisville. I, uh, I, I like Malik Cunningham. I think that his legs and his ability to throw. I mean, he's just kind of like two tiers down of what Lamar Jackson was there. Right. Kind of a poor man's Lamar. Yeah. I didn't want to say it like that because it sounds bad. But well, I mean, you, yeah. Yeah. Basically. People know what we mean. He, he's the great value. There, there's no ill will. He, he's, by that. He, he's the great value brand, Lamar Jackson. Okay. So you're taking Louisville. I, I am going to take Cincinnati. I, I think that they're maybe just a little bit more talented team as a whole. Um, obviously both of these teams without head coaches, um, I mean, they have, they're going to have a head coach for the game, but their coach that they had during the regular season is not there. Well, of. one of them's going to so, be there. Sort of. He's going to be there, but he's going to be on the other, on the same sideline, I guess, but in a, in a different role, uh, one, one could say. And so that takes us into our fourth bowl game, Dalt. And this one is kind of an interesting matchup. You got the SRS distribution. These bowl game names just kill me. The SRS distribution Las Vegas Bowl between the six and six Florida Gators of the SEC, taking on the 14th ranked Oregon State Beavers. I mean, of these two teams, who would you have thought was going to be the nine and three, nine and three team 15? ranked team at the beginning of the year? I don't think anybody would have ever picked. Oregon State. Well, to be honest, I don't know that I would have picked either of these teams to be, you know, where Oregon State is currently, simply because, you know, Florida under a new head coach, I, I didn't really expect them to be, you know, anything special by any means. But yeah, I mean, this or, this Oregon State team that they had USC beat. Yeah. And they get beat, you know, 17 14, had some costly turnovers in that game. Uh, I but, believe but that that's was. That's kind of been the story of the year for them. I believe that was the lowest point total for USC all season. Um, so this is a, a really good 
uh, Oregon State team, I think the pick here is obvious. Oh, yeah. I mean, Florida's going to be without their best player in Anthony Richardson. And we all know in, in meaningless bowl games that it's basically a JV team that plays for Florida. That's, yeah. That's what I've been told. Yeah. And then, I mean, they're still going to have ETN's little brother running the football down there. But I against assume, this Oregon State defense, give me Oregon State. I assume Anthony Richardson is not playing. No, he's not playing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They'll, they'll be without him. He declared for the draft. He's He's gone. Give me Oregon State. I will also take the real OSU as well in this game. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that was uncalled for. That was a little deep. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, but I had oh. to. Even orange and black. I know. Very similar. I actually hate Oregon State's like uniforms and stuff. Like their OSU, it's like a block OSU. I just think it looks terrible. Um, you like, You're saying you just like the big beaver on the side of the helmet? Boy? Oh, yeah. Love it. So, I yeah, I, I also will take Oregon State. And I guess I kind of get off the rails here, Dalt. That takes us into our next game. I'm looking at a different list, basically, in order. I guess those games weren't in order. Our next game, this is the Jimmy Kimmel. Has a bowl named after himself. <laughs> the L.A. Bowl presented by Stifle between Washington State and Fresno State. Um, Washington State seven and five, and Fresno State actually nine and four, coming in with chance to win ten games. I was gonna say they gave uh USC all they could handle this year too. Yeah, before until Jake Kaner got the, hurt, the quarterback got hurt, and that kind of that kind of slammed the door on that one. Um, Fresno comes in as a actually a three and a half point favorite in this game. Who who do you like here? I mean, we talked about. Washington State's quarterback last year when we did our transfer portal deal about the quarterbacks that were in it in Cameron Ward. And he's had a great season. Maybe a little much on the interception side, but he's a guy that's thrown for over 3,000 passing yards and 23 touchdowns. So he's had a good year. Jake Hayner, nothing to scoff at. Um, I'm going to take a little bit of the underdog here. Give me Washington State. That That line being closer than what a lot of people think. Give me Washington State here. I'm going to take Fresno. Um, I don't know. I I don't really have anything to base that off of other than maybe just to be different. So I'll take Fresno, and I'm going to kind of get back here to our original list. The Cricket Celebration Bowl. Jackson State Tigers versus the NC Central Eagles. Um, is Dion coaching this game? I thought they said he was coming back to coach this game because he's he made it. He said to his players, "He's like, I'm going to go back, take care of the bowl game, and then I'm going to be back up here." Yeah. Um. So this is this the celebration bowl, I believe. They these are both HBCUs, right? Yes, because that's like the reward yes um so i like jackson state yeah i was gonna say i mean mean, shadur's probably gonna stay and play um i'm sure none of the guys that he said are leaving have hit the portal there i mean i don't even know i never even heard of this other school nc central eagles i mean it's obviously north carolina central university obviously 
obviously. Okay. No, I I don't know, but <laughs> but give give me Jackson State. I think that Prime sends Jackson State into the off season on a high note, and then he got some clean of their players and goes to Colorado. Yeah. Oh, it, that's that's <laughs> definitely coming. You just get ready for it. I mean, he literally said it. We talked about it. Our next game to all New Mexico Bowl. The BYU Cougars versus the SMU Mustangs. You know, maybe we should just pick these games based on mascots. Cougars absolutely mauling a Mustang. Yeah, but a Mustang is going to win this football game. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Give me give me SMU's offense over BYU's whatever you call it. Tanner Mordecai might throw for nine touchdowns again. And so. he might throw eight interceptions too, but I'd take the nine touchdowns any day of the week. Yeah, I mean, these two teams are meeting for the first time since the 1980 Holiday Bowl, um, which the final score of that game was 46-45. to 45. But... Tanner, like I said, Tanner Mordecai, one touchdown pass shy of tying the school record for his career, and he's been there, what, two years? Yeah, and BYU is going to be without Jaron Hall. Hall. Yeah. Yeah, now the, the more and more I look at it and read about this game, I'm also going to take the Pony Express. So give me give me SMU, the Mustangs, to, to win the New Mexico Bowl. All right, Lending Tree Bowl. Southern Miss, Golden Eagles versus the Rice Owls. A five and seven Texas team made a bowl. The Frank, Rice Owls. It wasn't Texas A and M. Frank Gore Jr. plays oh, for SMU, SMU or, or uh, USM. Southern Miss. Yeah, yeah. Tank. What? He's a tank. One hundred ninety nine yards went in a win over Louisiana Monroe. So SMU comes in six and six. Like you said, Rice five and seven. I couldn't tell you five things about either of these teams, Dalt. I, I knew I knew Frank Gore Jr. played for Southern Miss. Rice, I sure they well, got they got players. I I have to imagine Frank Gore Jr. probably runs the football quite a bit like his father, and this is a Rice defense that allowed 166 rushing yards per game. Yeah, let's just go ahead and so, both write us down for Southern Miss. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna write Southern Miss for both because. I think Rice might have their hands full. Yeah, a little bit. Is is Frank Gore still in the league? I don't know. I I don't think so. I don't either. He might have finally retired. I I thought the last time he played, he was with the Jets, wasn't he? Yeah, he's played for like 10 different teams. I was going to say, he's been everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Literally everywhere. Best player in uh, Southern Miss history, who's that? Brett Favre? Brett Favre. A lot of people... Probably don't even know he played for the Rang- Southern Miss. The Wrangler man. Um, now whatever those copper sleeves are. That let <laughs> copper fit. That, <laughs> let, that let him play pickup football so well. Oh, Lord. <laughs> We're getting off the rails. The the first sender of the unsolicited picture. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Moving on. We've got the Frisco Bowl, Dalt, between the Boise State Broncos and the North Texas Mean Green, who, after... I believe they played for their conference title. I think they got beat by UTSA. Mm-hmm. Uh, North Texas, they fired head coach Marcus, uh, not Marcus, Seth Luttrell. It's like Marcus Luttrell. Um, Boise State's 9-4. and four. Um, You know, for, they could clinch their first 10-win season since 2019. Obviously, this is not your 
not your father's Boise State of old, but still, still a solid team. Um, this is this is a really really bad North Texas defense. Yes, um, four hundred and sixty yards a game. Yeah. Did um. Did Boise State's quarterback enter the transfer portal? Uh, I don't. If he did, I haven't seen it. Because he's a freshman, and he's had a really good year. Um, give me Boise State. I I I thought I seen something that he might flirt with the portal, but I don't think that he's in it yet. You like Boise State? Um, I'm also going to take Boise State. I I think that that's, you know, I I just I don't think North Texas, like you said, the defense is really bad. I don't think they're very good in general. Uh, so so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Broncos as well. Okay, a quarterback hit the portal, but it wasn't wasn't the starter. Wasn't the starter. Okay. All right, next bowl adult, the Myrtle Beach Bowl. This would be an awesome one to go to. I feel like Myrtle Beach is that'd be that'd be pretty pretty nice place to spend oh, pretty nice place to spend Christmas. The Fighting know? Jim Moras. Yeah, the Yukon Huskies from the depths of despair, adult. Uh, one eleven to bowl eligibility. Yeah, good good for Jim Mora. Um this is the Yukon Huskies versus the Marshall Thundering Herd. Uh this is a Marshall team that, you know, they beat Notre Dame early on in the year. Yep. Uh I believe are both of these teams six and six? No, um the Huskies are six and six and the Thundering Herd are eight and four. Eight and four, okay. Oh yeah, I see that now. With a defense that only gives up Ooh, 16, sixteen points a game. A game. Yeah. Give and me a, give me Marshall. And a running back that went for fourteen hundred and sixteen tutties. Let's just go ahead and write down the thundering herd. Taking Marshall? Oh, yeah. Good for Jim Mora, but honeymoon's over. Yeah. Um, UConn, I don't even know. Yeah, first bowl game since 2015, and I'm not too sure. You know, I know OU played UConn in the Fiesta Bowl one year around that time, and it was... Very bad for UConn. Yeah. It was like... <laughs> they got in as like the uh, group of five team it, or whatever. And it, yeah, it, it was, was it was to break your bowl game losing streak, I think. Because I think you guys had just gotten drummed by um, West Virginia. I know. Then the Boise State game. Then, yeah, I, and I, then it was the Florida loss. And I think it was in 2009. I can't remember exactly when it was. I, th- I think it was 2009 because I think Texas played Bama... In the, I know Landry Jones was the quarterback, but that's like a ten-year span that that could have been because he was at OU forever. I think I think it was two thousand nine. <laughs> Either way, uh, yeah, we're we're both on Marshall here, and I think that that's uh, pretty well the obvious pick. And so now, Dalt, moving to one of my favorite bowls, the famous Idaho Potato, Potato bowl, bowl between the San Jose State Spartans and the Eastern Michigan Eagles. Uh, San Jose State comes in at seven and four. Eastern Michigan eight and four. Um, San Jose State, they like to throw the ball around over two hundred sixty yards per game through the air. Um, Eastern Michigan likes to run it. So a little little bit of a clash in styles here, based on the the preview. I have no idea. I mean, give Idaho this time of the year. 
It's cold. Throwing the football around. Probably not going to work that well for San Jose State. Eastern Michigan is the play? Eastern Michigan's the play here. All right. Give me San Jose State. We love it. It's <laughs> another. That's, that's a game up. Let's go. Let's see. San Jose them San, them State. San, them San Jose kids are spoiled by warm weather. That's true. It's GG's now. These Eastern Michigan kids have been up here freezing. That game, I think, is played at Boise State. I'm pretty sure. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's the only real football field in Idaho. You know, um, ducks kill themselves on that field. Yeah, they have. Heard that? Yeah, they have a dog. They, Boise State has a designated dog to go retrieve dead ducks off of it because they think it's water. Yeah, they lay land on it. It's kind of sad. Water. You think they'd like cover? Well, I mean, you can't cover you it can't during cover a game, it. but like you know, when they're not playing on it, couldn't they cover it? Well, why would you do that? I mean, I'm surprised PETA hasn't just come unglued <laughs> with this, right? I mean, it is kind of sad. Like these ducks, they think they're landing on water, and then it's like falling off a building and hitting concrete. All right, if I'm a duck, how dumb am I to land on a pond with a giant bronco in the middle of? Oh, well, they can't tell the difference. They're probably color. I mean, well, they can't, I guess they're not colorblind. If they can <laughs> they're tell like blue. Yes. I don't know. Just be smarter, ducks. <laughs> okay. Maybe maybe understand. Uncle Donald hadn't come back from trying to land on that pond. <laughs> uh, it's the pond of death. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The roof. <laughs> Gonna fly south. Don't fly through Boise. <laughs> the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl between the Toledo Rockets and the Liberty Flames. Um, great bowl to go to, Dalt. Boca Raton, Florida, down at FAU. I always hate, I would hate going to a bowl game where you're playing in a college stadium. To me, that would just kind of suck. Are they playing at FAU Stadium? Yeah, it says it's at FAU in Boca Raton. The Tom Herman Bowl. There you go. Did you see he hired uh, David Beatty, former Kansas coach? Uh-uh, I didn't see yeah, that. I saw that last night. Um, I don't, obviously, I don't know who I'm going to take here. Yeah, Liberty. I mean, Liberty's kind of been on a skid. You since. know, they lose. They, they had a couple big wins in... Uh, BYU in Arkansas, which the BYU win turned out to not be quite as impressive because yeah, BYU Ar- kind of fell off the face of the earth. The Arkansas win, kind of the same. Same thing. way with Ar- yeah, same way with Arkansas. But now Hugh Freeze, obviously off to greener pastures at Auburn. Um, they hire my guy though. Yeah, Jamie Chadwell. You know, I'm still just baffled by this 49 to 14 loss to New Mexico State. Because New Mexico State is literally horrendous. Terrible. A terrible football team. Terrible. But I have no idea about Toledo. Toledo won the MAC. So they win the MAC. So give me Toledo. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think I like Toledo too, just because of Liberty going through the coaching change. Uh I think that that could cause some cause some problems here. So we are both on Toledo, the Rockets. R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl, Dalt. Western Kentucky Hilltoppers versus the South Alabama Jaguars, or as... USA. The, the USA Jaguars. The Jaguars. Jaguars. That's how they say it on their commercials. All fancy. Uh, this is in New Orleans at the Superdome. I don't know. I, I couldn't name a player on either of these teams, Dalt. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and I say... I know South Alabama has been pretty good, right? Well, Western Kentucky hasn't been laughers either. I mean, Western... Well, I guess since what's-his-name left for Texas Tech this year. 
I don't know how good their offense was, but Texas Tech hired Western Kentucky's oh, offensive that's coordinator. Right. What's his name? Um, Whipple? No. No. I can't think of his name. Whip, anyway. Whipple was the Whipple's Pitt, the guy that was at Pitt. And then Nebraska. That's a young guy. It's like Keatley or something like yeah, that? Yeah, that's it. Something like yeah. that? Yeah. Um, give me Western Kentucky. I don't know what a hilltopper is. I, yeah. No idea. Their mascot is... It's like a, a big fat thing. Big, it looks like something off a of McDonald's commercial. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It looks it like does. a red. It looks like the, a, it looks like one of the McDonald's char- characters. Yeah. It's the uh, the red one. Yeah. The purple one. Yeah. 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 I don't um, know what the purple one's called though. No idea. But it looks I don't like think those red. even exist anymore. They brought them back. Did you not get an adult Happy Meal from McDonald's when they came back? No. Tim. I did. Why would I get a McDonald's Happy Meal? It's an adult Happy Meal. You could have got a Big Mac with fries. Why would I do that? And it would have come with like a little bobblehead toy. Really? Yeah. Is that what you live for, Dalt? I mean, I did get one. I got the Hamburglar. Listen. Don't look at me sideways. If, if I mean, Ronald McDonald is terrifying. A clown? That's the best you can come up with? A clown. It's it's worked. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's isn't going out of business. Well, they don't, they don't even use him no more. He barely represents the, the company. Well, I'm, I'm sure... Little scared how people do we like start, you. How do we start talking about McDonald's? It's a tough week, Dalton. It, it's because it's because these bowl games are. Yeah, terrible. we're talking about the RNL. Car- uh, anyway, you know, you know what I think about when I think about Western Kentucky is they're one of the first teams that I remember that had the chrome helmets. They are sweet, and I thought they were so cool when I was like thirteen, fourteen. I feel like is about when that happened, and I was like, "What an awesome idea." Because Chrome was like, you know, yeah, Chrome. It's, it's freaking awesome. Right. <laughs> now, if you have Chrome, it's like you're it's, 95 years old. Yeah. it's Everybody's got Chrome now, except for Texas and OU. We we have just colors. Rust. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think, I think Texas wore the same helmet. The gold Chrome. Forever. That Baylor wore during the Bri- Art Bryles, the gold Chrome. Awesome. Chef's kiss. <laughs> perfect. Awesome. And now they wear mustard yellow. <laughs> Don't even get get me started. Speaking of Baylor. Hold on. I didn't even make my pick. I'm taking South Alabama, Dalt. Give me South Alabama. Hold on. Hold the phone. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of Baylor, did you know they fired their defensive coordinator? Which, not that it mattered. That's like saying, oh, you're going to fire their defensive coordinator. I guess I just saw that and I thought, you know, Phil Bennett used to be there. But I don't think it's him anymore. I, I don't know. Because the name that I saw, I, I don't think it was him. Anyway, in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, we have Air Force versus the Baylor Baptist Bears. Uh, this is another game that's at a college stadium down in Fort Worth at, at TCU at Amon G. Carter. Um, Baylor played really well there this year. Did they? They lost. <laughs> yeah, there you go. On a last-second field goal to the number three no, team in the got, country. That was at home. That was at Baylor. No, that was oh, it was it was at it was Baylor. Baylor. That's yeah. right. That's right. First time these teams are meeting since 1977, Dalt. Um, Baylor just a super disappointing year for yeah. Baylor after coming off a Big Twelve championship and a Sugar Bowl, you know, twelve win season. Uh, just a never a team that just never could quite find an identity offensively, and then defensively with some of the guys that they lost to the draft. Um, just they weren't quite as good. And, you know, 
I think that they end up going six and six, seven and five, seven and five. I believe. So you know, just a, a super disappointing season for Baylor, like I said. But I think you you have to take Baylor here, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't think the Ica kid is gonna opt out. I think he's gonna play. Um, yeah, give me Baylor. Did not know that. Uh, running back Brad Roberts for Air Force, third in FBS in total yards, just over 1,600. I mean, 15 touchdowns. The wing T. They rush for 330 yards a game. How much do they throw for? Does not say. <laughs> wow. Anyway, uh, they've only met three times in history, and Baylor's won all three. So it's yeah. pr- fixing to be four. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that the Richard Reese kid that Baylor is just. Really Running high back. on the freshman. Yeah. I think he's going to get. Is that the one that's the massive? Yes, he's like huge. A huge yeah. individual. Yeah. Looks like Derrick Henry. Yeah. When he was a freshman. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Louisiana Raging Cajuns versus the Houston Cougs. Um, this is in Shreveport. Houston's won five of their last six. Uh, Five of their last seven games. Good quarterback in the tune kid. It's hard It's hard to go. I mean, Louisiana, because this used to be. Is, Dan, is Dana Holgerson kind of on a hot seat? I mean, go, going into the Big 12, no. I think, I think that, I think it's warm. Because, I mean, you had a game where you lost to Kansas this year and your players get into a fist fight on the sidelines. Yeah, it's tough. I mean. Kansas was back there for a moment. It, they were 5-0. and oh. Then lost every five game from loss. there. Good job, OSU. <laughs> OSU ruined my 5-7 and seven prediction. That's why I said that a minute ago. Because they lost to Kansas. They yeah. they they were demoted yeah, for, among the OSUs. Um, give me Houston. I mean. Because what did Louisiana used to be? Louisiana what? Lafayette. Lafayette, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I think, give me Houston. Well, I, yeah, I mean, you know, Louisiana was re- pretty good under Billy Napier, which yeah, he ended up getting Florida. the Florida job, and I don't know that they've really quite recovered from that. Uh, so I, I like Houston as well. Um, so moving on to the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Jasperilla, however you say it, I don't know. What a name. Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl between the Missouri Tigers who refuse to play Kansas in a bowl game <laughs> because they're scared versus the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Who have lost the f- four of their last five games. Yeah, so, is, you know. Is Sam Hartman playing? Is he going to stay for another year? It says he appears to be sticking around for at least one more game. So he's, I guess, playing in this game, but hasn't announced his future plans further. Kind of thought he might hit the portal. I think he could land somewhere a lot better than Wake Forest. Yeah. For, for um, like a, a final year to make a push towards the draft. Trying to get drafted. I like Wake Forest in this game. I was going to say, you might be crazy, but give me Missouri. I I, I, I watched their last game, because they're, they're on a two-game win streak. Because they had to win their last two to get bowl eligible. Yeah. And... The last two games, the offense looked a lot better than it had before. And this is a Missouri team that was a quarter away from upsetting Georgia. 
Right. So give give me Missouri. Okay. Take Missouri. I'm, I'm taking Wake Forest. Even though they're cowards. Next game, a Christmas Eve matchup, Dalt. Easy post-Hawaii Bowl between Middle Tennessee and San Diego State. Uh, this game is actually down in Hawaii, obviously, the Hawaii Bowl. That's every year it's in Hawaii. Um, you know, I, I, I just don't know. I have no idea. You know, San Diego State's a program that has been, you know, decent recently. Remember when they had the Rashad Penny kid, mm-hmm. uh, really good running back. But Middle, Middleton, you everybody, Middle, Middle Tennessee beat Miami. They blew Miami out, <laughs> but they've also been blown out by Louisiana Tech. Oh. So I mean, I have no idea. I, I'm taking San Diego State. I'm taking Middle Tennessee State or Middle Tennessee. Give me the Blue Raiders. I don't know why their mascot. Is a Pegasus. <laughs> but what are we doing here? I, I don't know. We're we're picking games that you have no. You remember meaning. when Middle Tennessee beat Michigan State in the March Madness? Yeah, they were two seed versus fifteen. Fifteen seed. Yeah. I watched that game because uh, I was uh, I was at Buffalo Wild Wings and watching it. Yeah, just a little, little snippet there. Uh, blast from the past. Oh yeah. All right, Dalt. The Quick Lane Bowl, Bowling Green. The Falcons taking on New Mexico State. Um, this is at uh, in Detroit, Michigan. New Mexico State, talked about them literally just a few minutes ago. Not a very good football team this year. They did have the big win over Liberty, 49-14. to um, But this is a, a team that, I'm trying to think, I think their defense was what was really, really bad. But I don't know anything about Bowling Green. I don't know that I've watched a Bowling Green game since they played OU back in like 03. Bowling Green has a hard time running the football. They only average 100 yards a game, and they have a lot of trouble stopping it too. They give up 163 yards a game. And, you know. New Mexico State might run all over them. I was about to say, New Mexico State's got the uh, two sophomore running backs that, account for 11 touchdowns on the year. So give me New Mexico State. I am also going to take the Aggies of New Mexico State. The real Aggies. Not the second-rate Aggies. They're they're bowling. Another Aggie team I know is not. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, Dalt, the Camellia Bowl between this team always confuses me because the Buffalo. The Buffalo Bulls and the Georgia Southern Eagles. Who, you know, Georgia Southern had the massive win against Nebraska, and then they fell under the Nebraska curse. Yeah, they and like lost several games following. Um, you know, I don't know much about Buffalo. Who who was the good player? Khalil Mack was yeah. he the Buffalo Khalil guy? Khalil Mack played at Buffalo. That's who I always associate. But um, I Clay Helton is Clay the, coach the coach at Georgia it. Southern. Yeah. So, you know. I probably give the edge to Georgia Southern, but I honestly well, and you know Georgia Southern's got the quarterback who um, is a former Buffalo quarterback who's who's thrown for almost four thousand yards and twenty five touchdowns, but he also has fifteen interceptions. You know, um, not good. Yeah, uh, go ahead, give me uh, Georgia Southern as Georgia well. Georgia Southern. 
we've uh, picked a lot of the same same results here, Dalt. Uh, we're going to get a little different here in the end. There's 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 some better games ahead. All right, Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. Thank you for your service, Dalt. You're welcome. Uh, Utah State, another real Aggie team versus the Memphis Tigers. Um, Memphis started four and one, but finished six and six. A little bit of that Kansas <laughs> <Yeah>. mojo, <laughs> not great. Um, you know, Utah State. You know, the only thing I remember about Utah State this year is they got absolutely hammered by Alabama <laughs> in like week two or something like that. <laughs> Um, they finished, they started one and three, but they finished, you know, five and three to get bowl eligible at six and six. Um, these are probably two, two pretty similar teams. This game's being played down in Dallas. Who do you like? The battle of the blues here. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take Utah state. I mean, they've won. They're battle tested. Five, six, eight, they've won five of their last eight and they played the best one of the best teams in the country in Alabama. I'm going to take Memphis. Give me the Tigers. Memphis. Go, go Tigers. Um, yeah, yeah. give me Memphis. I, I don't have anything to base that off of, but that's that's who I'm taking. Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. I'm telling you all, I'm having a lot of fun with these bowl <laughs> games. I, I really am. The East Carolina Pirates taking on the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Coastal Carolina will be without their quarterback. Who's in the transfer portal. Yes. Um, what, what's his name? Uh, Grayson McCall. Yeah. Mike Gundy giving him a call? Um, I think Auburn's already got him on lock. Think so? Yeah. Everything I've seen is he's he's Auburn bound. So. I did hear that we'll talk about Mike Gundy after, after this game. Um, I'm going to take East Carolina. So you, they're seven and five. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna take East Carolina. The, they got beat forty two to three by Houston. Yeah, but you know Coast, Coastal's nine and three. It happens. But Coastal's gonna be without the cog of their offense. Give me East Carolina, the fighting Lincoln Rileys, the Mecca here in a couple of years when they go to the Big Spare Ten. Me. When when USC goes to the Big Ten, <sighs> East Carolina's gonna be the Mecca of college football. I'm taking Coastal Carolina. Don't care about the quarterback. It's not important. <laughs> the quarterback's not important. No. As an OU fan, you're saying that right now? No, absolutely. Just dying <laughs> on it. I forget. You guys are better off without Caleb Williams. All right. Getting off track. <laughs> the guaranteed rate bowl. Um, Oklahoma State Cowboys versus the Wisconsin Badgers. Can Oklahoma State even fill the team for this? <sighs> They got a lot of guys in the portal. A lot of guys in the portal. Which, I mean, a, a lot of programs do, but uh, they lost their starting quarterback, uh, several players on defense. They had another one just today. The, the Muhammad, uh, Muhammad kid. He hit the portal. Uh, Mason Cobb, their leading tackler, he's in the portal. But I mean, Wisconsin's without their quarterback, too. Not that that's a major loss. Oh, darn. But, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> if I'm a Wisconsin fan, oh, man, we don't have Graham Mertz. Yeah. How, how are we going to win this game? Darn though? it. I have no idea how we're going to beat Oklahoma State without Graham Mertz. Maybe just give it to the monster. Do you, you remember when the they started like 3-0 and or something a few years ago and people literally thought this kid was the truth? Yes. And then he just he fell off a cliff. He did exactly what he is. He, he is who they said he is. I just, I don't know, Dalt. Give, I don't know give, about this game. Give me Wisconsin. A part of me feels like Wisconsin too, but... O- OSU... 
I think there's a lot to be said for OSU having, you know, their continuity of their coaching staff with, with Mike Gundy, you know, Wisconsin, obviously. They're in limbo with, you know, new hire and, but, and Luke Fickle. But I w- if Leonard had just been like, you know what, I'm done and left the program, but he stayed, he's staying through the bowl game. Oklahoma- oh, I didn't know Luke Fickle's coaching this game. Oh, is he really? Says he will act as head coach for the game alongside six of the assistants who have been with the team all year. That's interesting. That's weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird. I just that's the last. He knows it's an easy dub. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I bet he wished Spencer Sanders was playing to throw four interceptions. <sighs> no, give give me Wisconsin. I think that uh, I think OSU is going to really rely on the quarterback too much because let's be honest, OSU hasn't ran the football. Very well all year. I'm going to take Wisconsin too. I I like if they had Spencer Sanders, I would like OSU a lot more. But I just think Wisconsin up front maybe put may push them around a little bit. Yeah, and, and, and I don't really mean that negatively towards Oklahoma State, but I I just think you know Wisconsin always has you know big massive offensive linemen, uh, defensive guys like I I just I think I think OSU like like you said they've they've been hit so hard by the portal. I, I just think they're going to have a hard time in this game. So I am also going to take Wisconsin. The Military Bowl, presented by Paraton. Got the Duke Blue Devils Dalt versus the UCF Knights. Um, I, I mean, I think UCF here. I, I don't yeah, really. Yeah, that, that, that would be my pick is UCF. A lot's made of the Duke quarterback that Riley Leonard, he's – kind of the reason they're bowl eligible but at the same time um i've seen ucf right and ucf competed pretty valiantly yeah i i think ucf probably a lot more talented across the board so give me the knights autozone liberty bowl this is a interesting matchup dalt arkansas razorbacks versus the kansas we're going bowling Jayhawks, I know. Um, who would who would have thought? Hey, hey, look at me. Who would have thought it? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? You didn't think? I didn't think. You thought they were going five and seven. I was an OSU game away from it. Yeah. Look at you. Look at me now. Um. Give me Arkansas. <laughs> I think Arkansas is just going to ramrod it down Kansas's throat. Really. Yes, and it's not because Arkansas's lost a lot. Is is uh, what's his name's playing? Because he's coming back, right? Yeah, KJ's playing. Jefferson. Yeah, they're, um, they're keeping Rocket they, Sanders. They lose Drew Sanders, the linebacker. They lost their defensive coordinator, uh, Barry Odom. Yeah, who took the UNLV job. Bumper pulls out with an injury. Uh, leading wide receiver Jaden Hazelwood declared for the draft. It's I, not. It's not going to matter. I, I agree. Kansas cannot stop the run. And KJ Jefferson and Rocket Sanders are going to have a field day on the ground. Yeah. Now, well, Arkansas can't really Arkansas can't really stop anybody. Yeah. So, I mean, Jaden Daniels It's probably going to be a high-scoring affair. Yeah, I was going to say take the over in this, but give me Arkansas. I think that they're going to be able to put it to, together better than what Kansas yeah. is. Yeah, I I And like- this is no slate on Kansas because what uh, Coach uh, Leipold's done there this year oh. is, and last year, coming into this year, is nothing short of 
Incredible. Um, yeah, incredible. I mean, really. But give I, I like Arkansas. I as like well. Arkansas in this. Yeah. Uh give me give me the razor pigs. Moving on. San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Whatever happened to the Pacific Life Holiday Bowl, Dalt? Why well, they gotta change all these sponsors? I don't know. Have you seen the new the San Diego County Credit Union <laughs> Holiday Bowl? Have you seen the new Fiesta Bowl logo? It's Is it not it's hideous. Is it not the PlayStation anymore? No. Oh. Anyway. Oregon Ducks versus the North Carolina Tar Heels, Dalt. Uh, talk about another team that's been hit kind of hard by the portal. That is Oregon uh, since the end of the regular season. They lose the big receiver. Um, uh, we still haven't heard anything on Bo Nix because he, he can come back another year. He has a COVID so, year, doesn't he? So um, if he comes back and decides to play in this game, I think I would give the edge to Oregon because I think they're a more complete team. Obviously, North Carolina, you know, you have uh, Drake May, arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the country, really good offense. Um, but, you know, Oregon lost their offense coordinator, Kenny Dillingham, to Arizona State. So I could see this being kind of a high-scoring affair. Oregon lost basically one of their – arguably one of their best defensive players in the flow kid to the portal, Just, yeah. who obviously won't be playing in this game. But I think I like Oregon. Yeah, I was going to say that. Um, just to be different, I'm going to take North Carolina. Maybe they can figure it out. Well, Drake May might throw for 450. But he might throw five interceptions, too. That's I mean, he did true. not look great against, against Clemson. Clemson. Yeah, that was now, very, granted, Clemson's he, a different animal than... He hadn't looked very good the last few weeks. Yeah. I mean, UNC fell off the face of the earth yeah, to, they, I think to end the season. I think they've lost like four of their last five. All right, Dalt, the Tax Act Texas Bowl between the Texas Tech Red Raiders and the Ole Miss Rebels. Very interesting game. Ole Miss, obviously. Uh, Probably pretty heavy favorites in this, you would think. Yeah, but, I mean, they, these, like it says, these teams are kind of two teams that finish totally opposite. You know, Ole Miss was – Looking really good. Six and oh going into the Alabama game or going and, into the LSU game. And they finished seven and five. And and then uh I don't think that's right, is it? Ole Miss won eight games. No, they went seven and five. Did they? I thought they went eight and four. Mm-mm. Nope. They lost to LSU, Alabama, um Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Texas A&M? No. no. Arkansas. Arkansas. Arkansas That's bludgeoned right. them. That's right. And I think somebody else beat them, too. Either way. Um, you know, Texas Tech, they they go 7-5 and five under first-year coach um, Joey McGuire. Uh, you know, that's a guy that they're very high on. Um, they finished the regular season with that, you know, overtime win against Oklahoma. They, they did finish 8-4. and four. Yeah, so that's yeah. wrong. I, I yeah. thought that they were eight and four, because um, they were eight and one, and they lost like their last three games. Yeah. So, um, I I like I like Ole Miss in this one. Yeah. Um. I just think Texas Tech's going to have a hard time with the Judkins kid. I think they are too. Um, I don't think that the Tyree Wilson. I think he's already declared and opted out of this game. So I mean. They're already hand tied behind their back without their best player on defense. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Ole Miss as well. 
Okay, moving on. We both like Ole Miss. What do we got here? The Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. This game is played in Yankee Stadium, and Syracuse seems like they play in this game a lot, obviously in New York. Yeah. Uh, You got Syracuse versus Minnesota Golden Gophers. Uh, you know, Syracuse is a team that started off hot. They were what six and zero or so, something like that. Yeah, six top and one, fif- top fifteen, top twenty. Kind of, kind of had the meltdown against Clemson. Lost that game. Yeah, kind of, kind of gave it away. Um, I, I don't know. Is, is the is the quarterback hurt? The what's his name? Um, I can't think of his name. The quarterback for Syracuse. He he got hurt, but. I have Minnesota. I don't think Minnesota's very good. What Minnesota has is a Minnesota has a really, really good running back in yeah, the, the Ibrahim. Uh, Ibrahim uh Smith is I think his last name. I'm not sure. Um no no Ibrahim's his last name. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm going to take Minnesota in this. I'm taking Syracuse. Not, not even just to be different. I, I just think Syracuse may be a better team. Um, these are, they, I don't know. These teams are pretty balanced. I feel like I think this game could go either way, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if Minnesota won this game. Our next game, Dalt. <sighs> do we have to talk about this one? Yeah, we do. The Cheez It Bowl between my Oklahoma Sooners and the Florida State Seminoles. <sighs> I, I just got to be honest with you, Dalt. I do not see this going well. For my my Sooners, OU is going to be without two offensive tackles. Both both of their starting tackles, their starting running back, you know Eric Gray. Eric Gray's gone. A um, really good year. Um, you know you still, but OU's lost uh, several other guys I was to the portal. Say, Theo, Theo Weiss is gone. Most of them have been guys that haven't contributed really much at all. And even Theo, like he played quite a bit this year, but he never, I mean, it just, he never could just really find a place in the offense. Um, But being without Eric Gray, being without your two left tackles against a Florida state team that has arguably one of the best defensive ends in the country in the verse kid. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jared verse, Jordan Travis, a mobile quarterback, dual threat guy. Um, they got, you know, the, the Wilson kid is a, like six foot six tree that they throw to in the red zone. I, I hate to go against my Sooners doll, but I, I, I just don't see how I, this I'm, goes. I'm, I'm going to take Florida state. And I think that, I think that it'll be a lot more competitive game than what you're giving your Sooners. You know, you've got, Oh, I'm taking over you. Oh, I, I'm, I know that, but. I think <laughs> after all that, doll, I'm taking over you. I think I think that you you feel like this game could get out of hand for your Sooners. Well, I, I just you know a lot of people much has been made about OU like even deserving to be in this game. Well, against, y'all don't. You know, not, whatever. I mean, who cares? It's a cheese it bowl. We got people arguing about the Texas Bowl over the cheese it. Well, bowl. But I mean, that, who but, cares? But what it technically comes down to? Oh, it's a brand. The well, cheese it bowl. They're they're smart. And OU's going to travel. Exactly. They're gonna bring away That's what more I was going to say. And I don't know why people are so upset about that. Because you didn't you didn't deserve it. I, I mean, okay, okay. You guys get the cheese it bowl over the Texas bowl. You know, tech fans were all up in the air oh, about it I because know. they beat OU to the seat. I mean, who but cares? It, it's a higher, it's a higher commodity bowl. Last time that OU played at Camping World Stadium, it did not go well against Clemson. Um. In the it was at that time called the uh, Russell Athletic Bowl, 
Oh, is that when you got shut out? That was the the they played Clemson back to back years. Yeah. The second well, year, the was second year was the playoff. Yeah, this it was not good. Brent Venerables broke it off in y'all this year. Didn't, no, it was like he? it was like forty to six. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the score. I, I'm gonna take Florida State. Okay, give me Oklahoma just because I'm I'm biased. I'm an insane Oklahoma fan. Hey, that's all right. It is what it is. It's all right. All right, Dalt. Moving on to your team now. The big the big one. The home away from home Valero Valero Alamo Bowl. Um, it's good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> the Texas Longhorns are taking on the Washington Huskies. Um, this is one of the more, I think, intriguing bowl matchups that we have outside of like the New Year's Six, which the Alamo Bowl is always a pretty good matchup, Pac-12 versus Big 12. Um, I mean, it really down in San Antonio. It had been the past couple of years. I mean, OU drug Oregon last year. All right. Texas drug Colorado the year before. Well, but I mean, it's, Texas it's always here. it's always the two conferences. What second or third second best or third. team? So yeah. it's just always it's a pretty good brand matchup yeah. most of the time. Um, y'all gonna be able to stop Penix Jr.? I, it's gonna be tough. I the mean, guy throws the absolute hell out of the deep ball. That's it, it's gonna be really interesting. Um, Coverage is gonna get tested very, very much so, and kind of the thing that Texas has kind of hung their hat on this year is being really good defensively up front, you know, in the run. Washington may not run it 15 times in this game. And right now, as far as you know, Bijan is playing? No. I mean, he hasn't made it official, but everything coming out of Austin is that him and Roshan are both going to opt out and that the Brooks kid, the redshirt freshman, is getting first-team reps. I don't even need to ask you who you're taking. I'm taking Texas. You might be surprised by this, but I'm actually also going to take Texas. Um, Texas always plays pretty well in bowl games. I think physically they're going to be kind of tough for Washington to match up with. Especially up front. Up front I was going to say, you know. If if you know if, if Texas can make Washington kind of one-dimensional, because they do stop the run pretty well, y'all have this year, um, I think you make them one-dimensional, make them throw the ball. If you take away the deep ball, you know, it's it's going to be hard for Washington to have a lot of success it, offensively. You're you're not going to see very much press coverage with no safety help right, in this game. Right. And I mean Texas, you guys are decent in the secondary, you know, it's nothing spectacular, but you know, it ain't like y'all have gotten just totally torched no, all year. No. Um so, yeah, I, I like Texas in this game as well. Look yeah, at you. you a little, could, little high five on you, that. You couldn't even pick my Sooners, but I took but the I'm doing the rational thing like I you mean, are. That's fair. That's, that's fair. Duke Mayo Bowl, Dalt. Oh, God. Uh, we got the NC State the, Wolfpack versus bowl. the Maryland Terrapins. I would want to lose this bowl on purpose. Congratulations. If you're the winning coach, you get a bucket of man. I would lose this game hey, on purpose. You know who would love to play in this bowl game? Will Levis. Yeah, he'd bring him about 17 gallons of coffee. Yeah, he said, you know what? Pour just, it into that. Just <laughs> As you're dumping the mayo on my head, let me take a drink of coffee. Yeah, give me an IV Nasty. of coffee. <laughs> that's gonna be the that's the best quarterback according to Mel Kuyper. Oh, that's God. the that's the first quarterback being taken. Whoever takes him in the draft, I'm sorry. Have he you wasted seen, a pick. Have you seen the videos they've been talking about? He was standing flat footed at the goal line and threw it fifty yards and everybody's like, Oh my gosh. And in my head I'm thinking, We literally just did this with Zach Wilson. What are you guys doing? But I- Go ahead with the Duke Mayo Bowl. Um, you know, I don't have a whole lot to add uh, other than I like Maryland. Did you ever say who was in it? Yeah, Mar- Maryland versus NC State. Yeah, I did. The Terrapins versus the Wolfpack. I'm taking the Turtles. Yeah, give me the Terrapins as well. If 
North Carolina State still had Leary healthy, yeah. which obviously he's in the portal now, but I'd feel better. But give me to his little brother to sling it around. Tony the Tiger Sunbowl doll, the UCLA Bruins. <laughs> <laughs> there, just casual, <laughs> just casual. Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, UCLA Bruins versus the Pittsburgh Panthers. I don't think this is a very tough one at all. Kenny Pickett, no, never mind. Keaton Slovis in the transfer portal for now the third time. Yeah, um, give me UCLA. Yeah, I was going to say UCLA by a mile. I think there's a decent chance that they just run over Pittsburgh, right, and just kill them, just a bludgeon. Another interesting game outside of our New Year's Six Bowl, Dalton, the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl between the Notre Dame Fighting Irish and the South Carolina Gamecocks. Beamer Bowl. Quite the turnaround for Shane Beamer. Right. Uh, not really. Turn- I mean, he had 6-6 six and six last year, went bowling. They won the Mayo Bowl last year. Uh, but it's, you know, an improvement. They go 8-4 and four this year. A couple of massive wins Huge over wins Tennessee. Tennessee. And, uh, Kentucky. Tennessee. Didn't, no, they, didn't no they got Kentucky. beat by Kentucky. Tennessee and Clemson beat the first time in years. They beat Florida as well, too, didn't they? Um, I think so. They beat A&M. Anyway, um, you know, there's I'm, been a lot of kids. Everybody hit the, beat A&M. Yeah, including Appalachian State. There have been a lot of kids out of South Carolina hit the portal. I don't know if you've noticed that. It's uh, kind of been uh, kind of weird. The running back, the Lloyd kid did. Yeah, he Obviously, hit the portal. A defen- Stogner hits, goes back to Oklahoma. A defensive end hit the portal. You still don't really know if Rat- the other tight end hit the portal. Yeah. Uh, I think Bell's his name. Mm-hmm. You don't know if uh, Rattler's coming back. He hasn't announced. But I, I think he's probably coming back. Yeah, I don't think that his draft stock's high enough. Well, if you can come back for another year of college, why would you not? Uh, but I'm going to take Notre Dame. In this. I'm taking South Carolina. You, I, you on a little bit of a hate train with Notre Dame right now? No, no, it's not that. I, mostly just to be different, honestly, I guess. But I I just think Beamer will have them ready. I, I think this could be a really good game, really I, interesting I, I, matchup. I just noticed that Michael Mayer isn't playing in this. Neither is Isaiah Foskey. Already took Notre Dame. That's all right. They're still going to win. Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. This is my favorite bowl. Ohio Bobcats versus the Wyoming Cowboys. <laughs> um, Ohio lost their quarterback, um, Curtis Rourke, to injury in the MAC championship against Toledo. So that tells me that they were good in the MAC. Yeah. And I, I want to feel like I've watched Ohio play. Didn't they play a game where it was like really, really snowy? On like no a idea. Tuesday, Monday. Well, they, they always play on Tuesdays. Maction. Um, give me Wyoming. If Ohio's without their star quarterback, give me, give me, uh, give me the fighting Josh Allen's. I am taking Wyoming as well. All right, Dalt. Trans Perfect Music City Ball. <laughs> Interesting name there. Trans-perfect Music City Bowl between the Iowa Hawkeyes and the Kentucky Wildcats. I've seen a ton of people that are very upset about this because they played each other in their bowl game last year. Apparently. I didn't even, I didn't remember that, but they apparently played last year in their bowl game. Maybe don't suck so bad. So, um, (sighs) Hawkeye, Iowa 7-5, Kentucky are also, they're 7-5. Um, they're Will they're Levis. Be without Will Levis. Yeah, Will Levis not playing. Which uh, I don't know how much of that matters. 
I just don't know this game. I, it's gonna be. It's going to be very low scoring. I don't know what the under is in this game. I'm taking Kentucky. I'm taking Iowa. That's that's not a bad pick. What's well, let's let's uh, go look at the over under on this. The over under, what do you think it is? 33, 31. That was close. And uh Iowa's a two and a half point favorite. All right, Dalt, we got two more here. ReliQuest Bowl. This one is kind of sad. Illinois fighting Illini versus the Mississippi State Bulldogs, who, as we touched on earlier in the show, will be without Mike Leach. You know, I heard something today. How how ironic is it that, you know, Mississippi State, they've come out, they may honor him by wearing the, the, the pirate, pirate flag. flag. It's at Raymond James Stadium where the Bucks play, and there's a massive pirate ship in the stadium. That That is pretty fair. How, how cool is that? that that's awesome. Like, just the irony of that. I mean, how and then you think about how pumped would Mike Leach probably have been to go get on that. Oh yeah, to win it. <laughs> you know, but that would have been so cool. Unfortunately, I'm going to be the black cloud over this and take Illinois. <laughs> I am going to take Illinois as well. <laughs> I I mean, R.I.P. to the to the goat Mike Leach, but give I mean Chase Brown's liable to run all over. Yeah, I agree. And Dalt, the last game we're picking another Cheese It Bowl. Yeah, the Cheese It, the Cheese It. It's not the Cheese It Bowl, but it is the Cheese It Citrus Bowl. Cheese It's just now the naming sponsor. LSU Tigers versus the Purdue Boilermakers. I believe I saw today that Aiden O'Connell, the quarterback for Purdue, is not playing. is not playing. I think he announced today he's declaring yeah. for the draft. Um, so. I, I think it's, it's easy it, LSU, LSU all day. You got Jaden Daniels. I don't think Purdue's going to have an answer for him and no. what he can do and just the athletes. And are, and are they even going to be able to block the Perkins kid in the past game? Probably no. not. No. So, Dalt, that is all of our games. I'm As much as I'd love to go back over here and name all of our picks. We'd be I, here for another 30 minutes. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Um, so... You know, our listeners, you guys follow along with us. If, if you know, I'll, I'll, we will post these picks on a graphic, um, and you guys can, you know, comment with your own. If That's you... going to be a really, really <laughs> it's, it's small be, It's going to be interesting. I, I'm going to do my best, maybe. I, I may not post it. I don't know. I may just take a picture of this piece of paper. You know, that would work. Do, do a real fancy doll. Um, but if, if you guys enjoyed this episode, you know, please rate us five stars, write us a good review. The podcast is available on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, and Stitcher. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter by searching the Cover 2 Podcast. Dalton is on Twitter as the Oki Longhorn. I am just myself, Tim Smithson. Well, Dalt, here we are. We Almost the end. Our bowl, I'm going to call it the Bowl Bonanza, I guess. I don't, I don't really know what else to call it. Um, we'll see how this goes. I... We actually have quite a few of the same picks, but well, know. I mean, a lot of these bowl games are kind of given. Who's well, gonna, who's you're gonna... basically taking a taking a shot in the dark on most right. of them. I mean, we haven't even watched a single second of some of these teams <laughs> play. So, with that, Dalt, I guess if you don't have anything else to add, I guess we're out. Don't forget to cover the flats. Mm-hmm.